Hello, my name is Kenny Buffo, and today I'd like to talk to you about an ongoing research project that I am conducting alongside my advisor, Dr. Pessy Huang, a member of the High Energy Physics Group here at UNL. My research is a theoretical study of the blind spot regions that occur in attempting direct detection of dark matter and how we can resolve them. But what exactly is dark matter? Dark matter is a form of matter that is unlike ordinary matter, or what physicists call baryonic matter. Baryonic matter is the type of matter that we see, feel, and experience in our everyday lives. Anything that's composed of atoms, including protons and neutrons, is baryonic matter. However, dark matter behaves very differently than the baryonic matter that we're used to. Evidence of its existence comes from calculations done on the mass distribution of distant galaxies. Astronomers found that the baryonic matter present in things like stars attributed to only small percentages of the mass needed in order to keep the stars from flying away outside the galaxy's reach. So we know that this mysterious matter interacts with normal matter uh, via the gravitational force, but currently it has never been directly seen. This is because it does not seem to interact with electromagnetic radiation, meaning it does not reflect light or absorb light hence the name dark matter. This study of galaxies implied that there must be something else present in our universe, and a lot of it to keep everything in check. Current models that parameterize the Big Bang tell us that only about 5% of the universe's mass energy content is baryonic. This leaves a much larger portion to be made up of dark matter, and even more abundantly by dark energy. Dark energy is an even stranger phenomenon that is thought to cause the accelerating expansion of the universe. So what's the purpose of studying it? Why does dark matter matter? Well, particle physicists tend to make use of something that's referred to as the standard model when making predictions of physical events. The standard model describes three of the four fundamental forces, including electromagnetism and the strong and weak nuclear forces. It currently excludes gravity. The standard model also classifies all the known elementary particles. An elementary particle is a particle that cannot be broken down further into constituent entities. The standard model lays out the rules that govern how these basic building blocks can interact and thus encompass nearly every physical process we know of. It is also highly accurate in its predictions, making it one of the most important constructions of 20th century physics. However, the standard model is currently incomplete. It does not describe dark matter, particularly what it's made up of and the rules that govern its interaction with other particles. Herein lies the motivation to devise a way of detecting dark matter. But how is it done? A very popular method is known as direct detection. These experiments aim to observe direct interactions between dark matter particles and ordinary matter. One of the most prominent ongoing experiments is the xenon collaboration. In these experiments, researchers place large tubes filled with xenon gas deep underground to filter out noise from unwanted detections. The idea is that an incoming dark matter particle would transfer a tiny amount of energy when coming into contact with the gas. This would cause a scintillation or sudden flash of light 
as a property of xenon. Researchers can then detect these flashes within a tube to detect events. The most recent data from the Xenon-1T experiment on spin-independent dark matter is shown on the left. The abscissa denotes the possible dark matter particle mass, while the ordinate shows the nuclear cross-section of detection. The cross-section is directly related to the probability of detecting an event at that cross-section. This means the higher the cross-section, the more likely we are to see an event take place within the detector. This green band shows the current limit of the probed parameter space, or cross-section, that xenon has achieved. From this, we know that events will not take place above this line. But this still leaves this area below unprobed. Let us now turn our attention to the graph on the right, which comes from a paper published by Dr. Huang, my advisor. This graph describes the cross-section as it relates to the Higgs boson pseudoscalar mass under a new proposed model that extends the standard model. We see that at certain masses of the Higgs pseudoscalar mass, around 1000 giga electron volts in this graph, that the cross-section drops completely, meaning we would not find any events at this mass. These are referred to as blind spots as experiments such as xenon, would not be able to detect events under these conditions. A large portion of my research has been dedicated to studying the most recent data of spin-independent direct detection experiments, along with the current prominent theories that describe the dark matter particle. Currently, I have been studying the minimal supersymmetric standard model and how these blind spots arise within it. This has required me to learn a lot of new theoretical physics, along with multiple descriptions of extending the standard model. However, in order to find a way to probe these blind spot regions, I have begun using software to study the outcomes of these models and how that characterizes the dark matter particle. MicroOmegas is a software that allows for the study of dark matter. In particular, it allows me to study a specific model that extends the standard model, then input parameters to characterize a scenario within that model. For instance, here we see that I have set values for things like the Higgs mixing parameter, the light and heavy Higgs boson, and so on, all within this text file. Then, the software does calculations to simulate the minimal supersymmetric model in this case. Finally, it outputs a lot of useful information, such as here we can see the breakdown of the composition of the dark matter particle into its constituent components. We can even determine if the calculated dark matter particle fits within the limits set by the xenon experiment. As seen here, it is excluded by the Xenon-1T experiment data from 2018, which means that this proposed dark matter particle would not be a good candidate. To probe the blind spots, I am currently configuring the software to allow for directional detection as well. This means that the number of detected events will depend on the direction the incident dark matter particle comes from.
My advisor and I also have plans to expand this to other models. Here is a list of my references, and I'd like to thank you for your time and hope you enjoyed watching.